what's better than this? Guys, we and dudes here on the Draft Dudes Podcast, presented by Locked On. It's Joe Marino, Kyle Krabs, and Chris Schubert from the Draft Network, and we are your hosts here on this Thursday episode of the show. Kyle, what's up, dude? Happy Thursday. Uh, we got anything going on? You got anything exciting coming up over the next couple of days? I'm not teasing another surprise visit to Charlotte. That was like, um, oh that's already been done. I think my wife and I were planning on watching the Cruella DeVille movie on Friday. Uh, <laughs> Maybe awful. getting ice cream on Saturday. I didn't know, man. I, I was what was I missing that's, there when you said that? Awful. Yeah. So the um, not awful. That's that's living, man. Not no, doing Cruella, anything. The, the Cruella movie. Oh, it sounds did you see awful. It? No, but I have no okay. intention to. Right. The. Uh, glam up villain origin story that makes them more sympathetic just doesn't really move the needle for me lady wears puppy pelts i don't need her back i'm not gonna story. feel no i'm not gonna feel bad for her. i'm hoping that it's a, a very troubling story that confirms my disdain for somebody who wants to steal puppies and skin them yeah you know yeah so i guess we'll emma, find stone's, emma stone's a great actress though so i'm, I'm yeah. sure she yeah. crushed it um my big thing tomorrow, expecting a package by the end of the day, Joe. You uh you talked me into this. Oh boy, is it the jacket? No, it's not the jacket. The oh, Miami Dolphins know. Miami Dolphins Foundation did a fundraiser and they had a, a live auction for a bunch of things. They had like a an NFL draft helmet from 2018 that Jerome Baker had signed. It's not a Dolphins helmet. It's the actual draft helmet from that year. Mm-hmm. Um, a bunch of apparel like that. Jerseys, footballs, mini helmets, helmets, blah, blah, blah. All really cool. I thought, yeah, this would be a great addition to the man cave to get something. So I'm scrolling through. They have a mystery box. But the mystery box includes from top to bottom, minus pads, an entire game-issued Miami Dolphins uniform. Helmet, jersey, pants, socks. I don't know what I'm doing with the socks yet, but <laughs> and it's a player of it's a mystery player. So I I'm gonna get this delivered by end of day tomorrow, according to FedEx. And Can I am just on pins and needles to find out who whose jersey is included. The the helmet's gonna be cool either way. It's an authentic helmet. Having an, an entire uniform will be cool. But who it is is kind of like the big mystery that I'm really anxious about. The price didn't make sense, right? Like it was, uh, it should have cost a lot more. Correct. And so it's for a charity. So like, right. yeah, I'm going to go ahead and make the donation. So the, I mean, this could be Adam Shaheen. This could be Xavier Howard. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, it could be Michael Dieter. It could be. <laughs> right. It could, it could be, uh, <laughs> it could be Michael Pilardi, the punter. Right. It could could be uh, Jalen Waddell or, or Will Fuller. It could be any different. No, I hope it is a, a skill guy though, because I don't know what I would do with a three X. Well, those are they're tight. They're tight anyways. And wearing authentic jerseys is not. It's not a good look, right? Like with how they're. Well, like I both. just mean I I got my display case that I got my signed Marino jersey in right now, and heaven help me. If I got to try that, that ain't going to fit a three. That's too much cloth, the three X jersey. <laughs> uh, can you uh, FaceTime me when you open that? Yeah, the uh, I'll, I'll definitely make sure it's it's okay. documented and you get the All live right. reaction for right. what is inevitably going to be my um, Cameron Tom 
jersey. I'll give unboxing. you my official prediction by the end of the day, by the way. Okay, great. I'll that spend some time good. and thought on that. Okay. Uh, NFC North Day here on the podcast. We are assembling our ultimate starting lineup using only players from the NFC North, uh, fully filled with our own personal bias towards the players and the liberty to create whatever offensive and defensive personnel package that we wish. This team might win. This team might win it all. There's a lot of talent. That's yeah, good. Here. It's real good. From um, top to bottom. Are we operating under the understanding that Aaron Rodgers is in this division? Uh, we we assumed Deshaun Watson was not in the AFC South. Are we doing the same for Aaron well, Rodgers? Well, I, I think the circumstances for Watson are a little different than Rodgers. I am operating under the understanding okay. that, that Rodgers is included all at right. this point in time. Because that's just a question of, is he traded or not? There's, I mean, with Watson in the South, there's, will he even be eligible to play because of the off the field issues? So let's include Rodgers, which is going to make declaring a quarterback very cut and dry, right? Right? Aaron Rodgers is quarterback. Okay, good. Okay. (laughs) Reigning NFL MVP Aaron Rodgers is going to be our choice. Um, Especially because who who's number two? Yeah, I was worried about having to have this conversation. My choice would be Justin Fields. And we've talked about how rookies is challenging to include mm-hmm. in here. Um, but yeah, I'd, I would probably side with Fields over Kirk Cousins. Uh, yeah, that's the second option. The mobility, the ceiling. We know exactly who Kirk Cousins is. I'll take I'll take the mystery box over that. I'm not picking golf, obviously. And uh, who else is there? That's it. Jordan yeah. Love. That'd be, no. be Jordan Love yeah. without. <laughs> yeah, Aaron Rodgers, choice quarterback. Yeah. Running back. All right, so this is not as easy because you have a couple of really, really nice options. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll let you go first here. I am going to stay with the chemistry that exists in the backfield. Ooh. And I'm going to pick Aaron Jones. Uh, Dalvin Cook is a really tempting option here. There's no question that he is one of the top running backs in the NFL. But as as I'm trying to build out a complementary skill set for what the rest of the division is going to allow me to do, particularly with the the talent along the offensive line, uh, being more involved in the pass game, and, and Dalvin can stay involved in the past game. There's no question of that. But Aaron Jones, his production in an offense that is going to sling the ball around uh, is I think I can keep Aaron more involved in the game than feeling the need to feed Dalvin Cook the football, if that makes sense. Never feel the need to feed any running back the football, but Dalvin Cook is going to be my uh, my choice here. It's funny. I don't know if you participate or not, but the Lockdown Podcast Network did like the uh, consensus top ten running backs. Yes, yes, dude. I had I had Dalvin really high. I had him in the top three, so um, he's my choice here in the NFC North. Who um, did you have any surprises on that list? Like obviously the dude's healthy, and he rushed for almost sixteen hundred yards in fourteen games played last year, right? So yeah. he's a monster right now. You'd be well justified to do that. But uh, did you have any running backs on that list that surprised you a little bit? No, I, I wanted to 
I wanted to put some of the younger players on there instead of Zeke Elliott, but then I just couldn't. So Zeke Elliott was 10 for me because we ranked our top 10. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I definitely discriminated towards guys that caught the football as well. I had Nick Chubb really high on my list. Good. Um, Should have been top three. He was definitely top four or five. He, he was real high up there. So Four or five? Yeah. That's not disrespectful. Okay. No, don't. Cool. I'm not cool, doing cool, this. Cool, 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 cool. No, 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 no. Let's not at do it. Let's not do it. At tight end, I had TJ Hawkinson from the Detroit Lions. That is the correct player. answer. Yeah. That is not, the proper answer here at the tight end position. Yeah, I don't think there was a whole lot of competition either. Like, who do you think about Irv Smith? You know, like, nah. right. He needs uh, to make a jump. He'll have an opportunity to make a jump. Yeah. yeah but, sure I mean, Hawkinson had, a, Hawkinson had over what, 700 yards last year. I think he was top three in receiving yardage for tight yep. ends across the entire NFL as a second-year player. Really exciting. Uh, like you said, can do it all. And can help in the run game, too. So, Hawkinson's the choice. Uh, wide receivers. There's no chance we have a different trio. There's no chance. Yeah, but we're leaving some some good talent. You are. Off. No, that, that is the hard part. But I don't know how it's not Devontae Adams. Hey, Adams. Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson. Justin, Justin Jefferson. Jefferson. Right. Yes. Okay. So as far as skill player goes, the only discrepancy we have is at the running back position yeah. in which I'm openly acknowledging Dalvin Cook is so good that it would make me want to run the ball more. <laughs> and when I have this skill group, I want to throw the ball. So really talented group. Yeah. And, uh, and shout out to – I was just going to say, and a fair amount of representation. You know, obviously Detroit's not getting involved just yet, but you got Packers. Yeah, good call. I'm an idiot. I'm a total idiot. Every single division, just through the skill groups. That's, that's, I'm I'm pleased it came out that way. And especially because once you get to the defensive side of the ball, you won't hear too many Detroit Lions called out. So shout out Uh, Matt Patricia. Shout out to Adam Thielen because I feel bad leaving him off. But Correct. man, I Robinson, Adams, and Jefferson—that's that's the that's the receiver core. Tired of getting killed by daily fantasy sports experts? Don't play experts. Play the house with Stat Hero. Introducing Stat Hero. It's the first ever daily fantasy sports book that puts the player in control and winning within reach. Here's how it works: Stat Hero shows you their lineups and dares you to beat them. It's you versus the house. In a head-to-head fantasy matchup, you name the stakes, winner takes all. You have the advantage. That hero is showing you their lineups ahead of time. No one else does that. You are in total control. Stat hero is DFS the way it was meant to be, one-on-one. See the competition ahead of time. Pick the lineup you think you can beat and go head-to-head with no pool of opponents. Go to stathero.com slash locked on. Sign up for free and right now, you can get three times back on your first play. They're giving you a 300% match. That's unheard of. Go to stathero.com slash locked on. That is stathero.com slash locked on. Rockauto.com is a family business that's been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com right now to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specifications, and prices that you prefer. 
Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why would you spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Make sure you write locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. They have amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need over at rockauto.com. All right, time for the uh, the big uglies on the offensive line. Speaking of the offensive line. Yeah. I'm on the Twitter. To, we're recording on Thursday morning. Did you see the picture Kevin Dotson tweeted out last night? Kevin Dotson. Are we talking about the guard from the, uh, the, the, Steelers. the Steelers? If you go to the Shrine Bowl, this was tweeted out less than a minute ago. They quote okay. tweeted it. Steelers Kevin Dotson in sixth grade. Dotson sent a tweet. Y'all want to see a pic of me in sixth grade starting varsity right tackle. If you're listening to the podcast, go to the Shrine the Shrine Bowl's Twitter account and look at this picture. <laughs> what is, is happening that, here? Like, <laughs> is that are you allowed to do that? Are you allowed to be in sixth grade and play apparently, varsity high school apparently football? Apparently you are. Apparently you oh, are. Oh man. My guy has um maintained his size for he's been for the same time. size since sixth grade. Yeah, that's pretty unreal, dude. That helmet doesn't look like it's real though. I they might need to upgrade those. It was sixth grade. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's wild. Um, so, <laughs> NFC North, big uglies. All right. I, you, I took some creative liberty here. Okay. So, Dave Bakhtiar is your left tackle, correct? He is. Yep. Is Elton Jenkins on your interior offensive line? He's my left guard. He's also my left guard. Okay. Yep. Is Frank Ragnow your center? Yes, can confirm. Okay. Is James Daniels your right guard? No. Okay, so there's our first break point. Is do you have a Detroit line at right tackle? I sure do. Which one? Taylor Decker. Oh, you coward! I took Penny Sewell. Well, I thought Penny Sewell was my right guard. Oh, you schmuck! <laughs> what? Yep. I took some creative liberty. Oh so, man! So the yep. only difference is you put Taylor Decker at right tackle. I have Penny Sewell at right tackle. You have Penny Sewell at right guard. I have James Daniels from Chicago playing right guard. Yeah, it's fun. I definitely finessed it, but I don't care. Get my best you know, five out I there. I deserve that from what whatever finesse I had on Tuesday's show. I definitely pulled one as far as like I got slick with it and felt real good about it. So props to you for although you are you are playing a risky game. Penny Sewell has already talked about how challenging it is training on the right side. Yeah, we'll put him at left guard. Elkton Jenkins could play right guard. We'll figure this out. <laughs> we, got, we got good players here. No problem. Uh, you're not only moving moving sides, but you're uh, moving them inside too. That's um, yeah. We'll be interested to see how that transition goes for Penn Was I, I don't know about you, but I was a little surprised to hear. You know, he obviously did not play in 2020. Did you? Were you expecting maybe more of a focus? And we don't know what his training regimen was like. Uh, we don't know what the speed of of what he was exposed to versus the speed that he's getting at OTAs. Um, but were you surprised to hear him have feedback that he's, you know, how much of a challenge it's been early on to transition to the right side? We hear offensive linemen yeah. talk about it all the time, but like you didn't play last year. So, you know, as more I would have assumed the more cross training you could have done, the better. Yeah, I would. I would have thought he did. I will say this from a personal standpoint. I was a I was a high school right tackle, and um, we had one play. 
Did in you, one play were you only. built like Kevin Dotson? No, not even close. I was like 210 oh, okay. pounds. Uh, <laughs> I went over and played left tackle on one play. We had one play call where the left tackle went, and your job was to to pull, and you had to block the outside corner. It was a long pull. And the only time I ever, ever went over there was to to do this play. And I don't know how teams didn't pick up on it that every time I went over there, uh, I was going and pulling that to hit that corner and we were going to run a play that was outside. Um, but I'll tell you what, not that I ever really worked at left tackle, but just being over there and like getting in my stance and just like thinking about it, it seemed crazy to me. And so whenever these guys move around, I, I definitely connect with it being uh, challenging. All right. Uh, defensive tackle. Can we do the defensive line? What, sure. What, I, what, is, what is your breakdown? I, I have four defensive linemen, two linebackers, and five secondary players. Yeah, I got that too. Okay. So why don't you, if we're going to do the defensive line, why don't you ask me in the same exercise in which I asked you for offensive line? Okay. And you could start right. in whatever order you want. All right. Is one of your defensive ends or edge players Khalil Mack? Yes, it is. Oh, good job. Same here. One for one. Is another one of your edge players Zadaria Smith from Green Bay? Yes, it is. We're two for oh, two. Oh, wow. All right. So you didn't pick Daniel Hunter. Neither did I. Yeah, well, All right. if Daniel had been healthy last year, I think right. that changes that conversation. You have a very difficult decision to make. But it, it's the tiebreaker as well. Daniel didn't play last year. so Right. It makes it easy. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Is one of your interior defensive lineman Kenny Clark from the Green Bay Packers. Yes, it is. Three for three. <laughs> it's the other one of your interior defensive lineman, Akeem Hicks from the Chicago Bears. Yes, it is. Oh, Fleet sweep. so that's it. All right. That's it, yep. Well, did you uh, give any consideration to anybody else? I thought about Delvin Tomlinson for like two seconds. I, I mean, I, I looked at them all, you know, but... I gave a little bit of thought to Eddie Goldman as well. It's a true note. choice. But yeah, good uh, choice. yeah, I mean, Akeem is so versatile and so savvy. Um, I I could not put those disruptors. And this is the unique thing, in, in my opinion, about this group is for a lot of the a lot of the interior guys that we've picked, we've kind of lamented about who's playing in the A gaps. We don't got that problem with this group. No, you can stick either one of these suckers down in there, and they're they're going to be a beast. So that's a testament to the interior defensive line play for the both. Akeem Hicks and uh, Kenny Clark. Kyle, you mentioned versatility with your defensive line. I can't think of anything more versatile than a built bar, brother. Uh, me, me neither, because it's the flavor variety that they offer. So many great flavors. Um, what are you hooked on right now? Uh, for me, it's the raspberry coconut almond. What's uh, what's your preferred bars right now? Uh, the mint brownie remains at You're the top of there. the big board. I'm yeah. always on with the mint brownie. Um the double chocolate chunk, too. Okay. Uh, those are kind of the ones that I'm rocking the hardest right now, and I'm waiting for Grasshopper Cookie to show up on the website. Yeah, what is that? Like, we had no information given to us other than here, like surprise, hair. in your mailbox, here's a box of Grasshopper Cookie. No instructions. It's not and, on the website. <laughs> no, and it, they're, they, they were gone within 24 hours. Yeah. I mean, they, you know, they, I, I vacuumed them down. So I have four left, Kyle. Yeah. So I, I, not, I, and you had one yourself, right? 
I've had one, yeah, but I, I keep going back to the well. That, well. You know, and I have two boxes of birthday cake as well. I can't so. can't seem to to shake the thought of you accusing me of having one in the car on the way to the airport. I guarantee right, you so. did. I, I bet a lot of money on it. I had one. Like at, I had one I at your house. Oh, and you got six in the box, and you had one, and you saw me have one at your house. So you do the math. I didn't. You think there's four out. in the in the pantry? There's four you in my pantry. Me, you told me there were four. I didn't poop an extra one out. Need it. <laughs> well, Kyle, you could have as many of my built bars as you want, oh, but that doesn't extend to everybody because I, you know, I got to eat two a day myself. Listen, you got to try built bars. Go to builtbar.com, and if you haven't tried these things, I don't, I don't know why, uh, but I have a deal for you. Go to builtbar.com. It's promo code locked fifteen. It'll get you fifteen percent off your next order. Again, that is promo code locked fifteen for fifteen percent off at builtbar.com. So defensive back seven time it is. Yes. I feel like the linebackers are very straightforward. All right. Let's see how straightforward it is. Eric Kendricks, Minnesota Vikings. And Roquan Smith, Chicago Bears. Yes. Those are the linebackers. A lot of range, man. I love the speed there. Yes. Yes. Yeah, this is an exciting duo of, you know, Kendricks a little bit more established now. Smith obviously was a, a top 10 selection uh, when he came out from Chicago, and he's really turned the corner and, become a really good football player. So you feel good about both of these guys in the past game. You feel good about both these guys as attack players. You feel like really good about these guys shooting gaps, getting down in the line of scrimmage. So uh, this might be the most versatile one-two punch of linebackers that we've done yet. Yeah, I'm a big fan. Well, uh, what was the – we had Miles Jack and Darius Leonard. That's friggin' good too. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> Kyle, I think we're going to have at least one player different in the secondary. Oh, I guarantee you we do. Okay. Uh, how do you want to – I have two corners and three safeties, I'll be honest with I you. I also have two corners and three safeties. Is one of your corners Jair Alexander from Green yeah, Bay? That was Is the, the other one thing. Patrick Peterson of the uh, Minnesota Vikings? No, I didn't. I thought about Pat Pete. Uh-huh. But, man, this is going to be a hot take. I don't care. I know what I scouted in Jeff Akuda. At Ohio State, so I'm Kyle's shaking his head. I'm all the way Kyle, out. Kyle, what are you doing? this guy you after put, one year put, with Matt Patricia in over Pat, yes, Pat Pete, not this over guy, Pat Pete, because Pat Pete was also bad last year. He's a declining skill set. Jeff Akut is one of the most talented corner prospects my eyes have ever seen. I'm hey, going to bet on him with this infrastructure to maximize his ability. And Pat Pete is going to be old, CB two. Is what he's going to be. Makes life a lot easier. Pat Pete, man, he, dude, he was not good for Arizona last year. I understand that. But right. Jeff Akuda was worse for Detroit last year. He's a, a rookie versus a, a 30 plus year old cornerback. Like, they're, I don't, there's different ceilings I here left care. for them to go. I, that's interesting. Eh, well, I don't think there's a way to, to validate this. I feel strong about the way I do you do as, yourself. Okay. So, okay. So safeties. Was that way? Hold on. When you said you guarantee that we have something different, was it because you assumed I didn't have Pat Pete or is there something coming up at safety that I'm going to be surprised? There's with? something up. There's another older player that I have as, as one of my three safeties. Okay. Okay. So Eddie Jackson, free safety. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, no brainer. 
Darnell Savage as the all-around versatile. You can yes. play him I post. You can play him in the slot. You can play him in the box. You can play him at nickel linebacker or dime linebacker. I don't care where you play him. He can literally play everywhere. Yep. So that's what made me feel. Dude, the corners in this division are not great. Like that's correct. That, Which is wild considering the passing right. game that Green Bay has, right? Like everybody else should be stocked to the brim. And they're not. They're not. They're not. Well, I mean, we're, we're debating Akuda versus Pat Pete for the other corner opposite of Jair Alexander. All right. So and the best corners on the here. same team that Rogers in the passing game's on. Right. Right. Doesn't even help you. All right. So it's third safety. I'm going to count it down. In the E and one. Three, two, one. Harrison, Harrison Smith. Smith. Okay. I was Who'd not you think sure. I was going to pick. I have Amos? no idea. I have no idea. But I was not sure about Harrison just because you know, he's been around a little bit. He's not the player that he was a few years ago. But especially because you have so much dynamic range in Jackson and Savage, I felt really good about Smith being a guy that you're not going to be charged with playing a lot 30 yards downfield, right? He can stay within the 15-yard box and play forward. Uh, He's really physical. I like this group. And and Harrison Smith being the guy who's not going to draw a lot of one-on-one assignments or a lot of high-post assignments, I think that keeps him in the best position to be effective based on what his skill set is now. Dude, I didn't realize the guy was 32. I mean, right. I, I I really didn't. So that's wow. why that was why I was like, mm, this is an older play here. I'm not sure if Joe's going to go that way or not. Wow, I I man, we've really been watching this guy play for since 2012. He's a stud. That's crazy. He had five picks last year. Let's go, bud. He's a stud. Keep playing. What a player, man. What a career so me, he's putting together. Let me ask you this. You put this offense out against this same defense. Yeah. Two two minute drill. Down uh down four points. Offense is down four points. Who's We're winning scoring. the game? We're scoring. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, man, with those guys? Come on. Let's go after a, Jeff Akuda and my and mine, right? Yeah, that's right. Go after <laughs> Pat Pete and mine. You'll be in good shape. Right. <laughs> You're scoring, man. <laughs> Head coach, uh, okay. I'm not going to be assuming here. Who you got? Uh, we're going to have to go with uh, Matt Lafleur. Please and yeah. thank you. Even though I have irreconcilable differences for the way he coached the AFC or NFC Championship game, I think he's going to learn from that. That's going to be something he's going to grow from. I, I'm sure of it. So. Everything up until that moment, I've been really, really impressed with from LaFleur. Learn from that situation and and continue to, uh, I mean, this guy's, what is he, 26 and six across two seasons? Yeah, 13 and three seasons. And they've won playoff games in both years? Yep, made it to the NFC Championship in both games. Wow. Now, he's, he's on the Rex Ryan plan. He is. He this is this is also a team that is very at risk of going down next to like the remember the early two thousands Eagles that just could not get through. Oh yeah, yeah. And they were great teams. You know, that's my I I think they they only won the NFC championship game in their fourth straight appearance. So they went four straight times, lost the first three. If Rodgers comes back. I would, I would be petrified of if I'm a Packers fan that I would start entering into that conversation. 
be like, please get us over the top. Or don't get there, right? Like either get me to the Super Bowl or don't make it to the NC Championship game because I can only handle so much heartbreak as a fan. I, I don't know, man. That's he, he's got the quarterback. I mean, like it's a super talented team. Yeah, we think they got the quarterback. I mean, I, I think I mean they need they need for Eric Stokes to be an answer for them at corner because Kevin King mm-hmm. was a liability for them last year. Um you wish they had another weapon or two receiver, you know, they don't care that much about it. So um, maybe a little bit more at linebacker. I don't, I mean, the team's good enough to, to make a run, but uh, we'll see what happens with Jordan love. If he's forced to be the quarterback of this team, obviously it was fun watching Twitter, right? Where all the beat reporters on was it Tuesday were just clowning on him and he just wasn't playing well. And then on Thursday or Wednesday, he winds up just, dicing up the secondary so we'll see uh, i don't put a whole lot into those reports anyways but he's a drop off from aaron Rodgers. Right. this no is this is not the time of year to live and die off no, of no no reports from the beat nope i have eight packers five bears five lions and four vikings wow you have too many lions on your list i don't think so i have three offensive linemen uh which i feel good about hawkinson and then okuda you you have three? I have one less than you because I didn't put a kudo on my list. Yeah, but I have five. Oh, yeah. So you I don't have two Decker less than either, because right? I don't put Decker on. Yes, correct. Right. Draft dudes do math. Always good to end the show on a uh, math-related note so we can inevitably get it wrong. Kyle Krabs, Joe Marino, the Draft Dudes podcast, the ghost of Chris Schubert here with us as well. He's just <laughs> silently watching and notating and uh, it's good to uh, have the whole gang back together. We hope you will join us. We've got a live stream tonight at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And, of course, another show, the Friday free-for-all tomorrow. Do not miss it. Hit subscribe. Thanks, as always, for listening to Draft Dudes Podcast. Have a great day.